What is it that keeps you awake at night? Perhaps this week it's been the heat. Uh, for some of you, it's the stage of life that you're in. You've got young children, you're caring for someone. Uh, for others, it's your health, whether that's physical health, mental health, or both. Uh, and still others, it's just those bad habits of screens and caffeine and lack of exercise. But all of us, even you who say you can sleep through everything, including your alarm, will have times in your life where you don't sleep, where you find yourself turning over again and again in your bed because of the things that are turning over in your mind, whether it's the stresses and strains you bring home from work or from school, it's the fears about the future, your finances, your health, the struggles and frustrations of family life, dwelling on hurts or hard decisions that you've got to make. Maybe it's the hurt you feel of the response of your loved ones to the fact that you follow Jesus. Maybe you feel haunted um, by something in your past or by a sin you just can't get away from. Or maybe you just feel overwhelmed by what's going on in the world. How China's treating the Ouija people. Uh, the second wave of coronavirus. How people who work in clothing factories are treated around the world, but also just, just down the road. And the last few months haven't exactly helped, have they? In fact, I think uh, our experience of coronavirus is that it, ju it just amplifies our fears, our worries, our anxieties, our stresses. Now, perhaps you're watching this, you're not a Christian, but you found yourself tuning into this because actually you're trying to make sense of what's going on and trying to find a way through. Well, Psalm 3, which we're going to look at in a moment, uh, speaks right into those times of our lives, whether we're going through it right now, whether it's something we'll go through in the future. And it's a psalm uh, that helps us as Jesus' people be confident to face life. Why? Because we have a God who delivers. And what does that confidence look like? It looks like calling out to God and going to bed. If anyone had reason for a bad night's sleep, it was David in Psalm 3. If you've got your Bibles to hand, have a look with me back at verse 1. David says, Lord... How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? See, David was having uh, something that was worse than a bad day at the office. He was having more than a difficult time with one of his children. It was more than just his friends ditching him. It was all those things combined together and worse. If you look at the top of the psalm, there's a, there's a title. and It's very easy to, to jump over it, but it tells us what was going on. David was fearing for his life, fleeing from his son Absalom. It's the story of 2 Samuel, uh, chapters 15, 16, 17 and 18, when David's son Absalom decided that he would do a far better job at being king than his dad. And so he runs him out of town. This wasn't a total surprise for David. This was a consequence of the big stain on his life his affair with Bathsheba, the arranged murder of her husband. God had given him a heads up that this was coming his way. And it's why, probably even harder than the events going around, uh, on around David, even worse than that is what comes in verse 2, the accusations 
uh, put to him. Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. Perhaps it was easy for David in his mind to think, well, maybe God has given up on me. After all, just, just look what I've done. We all know there's tough stuff to face in life. And one of the reasons I love the Bible is how real it is and how honest about life it is. We have Psalm 3. It tells us there's tough stuff to face in life. We left things in Psalm 2 last week, being told that there is blessing when we take refuge in Jesus. And then we turn to Psalm 3 that says that blessing doesn't mean there won't be any hard things. There was trouble for David. When we read Jesus' life, there was trouble for him. There's going to be trouble for Jesus' people. Well, certainly uh, more than enough for David uh, in Psalm 3 for him to be losing several nights worth of sleep. And yet, go down to uh, verse 5. What do we find David doing? We find him snoring away. He says, I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. How does David sleep with all that going on? Well, it's not because he's taking a sleeping tablet, but it's because he has confidence to face life because he has a God who delivers. David's troubles, they they don't take over every thought in his mind. In the stress and anxiety and the fear, David is still able to, in verse 3, say, but you, Lord. Christian life is not free from trouble. But because of Jesus, we can join with David and in our troubles begin to say, but you, Lord. You can have confidence to face all that life throws at you when you can say, but you, Lord. In verse 3, we find that God is a shield around David. God delivers not simply by protecting David from trouble, but protecting him through and in his troubles. And David's repentance of his stain of sin means that God's not going to cut him off. God's not going to stop him being his chosen king. God's David's shield. And we read on in verse 3, he's he's David's glory, the one who lifts his head high. See, God delivers by restoring. And for David, it didn't just mean being restored to his throne as king. But actually, one day, being raised up with Jesus to reign with him. David has confidence to face life because he has a God who delivers. And you and I, we can share in that confidence because we have the same God who delivers. You see, there's another king who prayed this psalm. A king descended from David. One David points us to. One who faced troubles just as we face them, except with one difference. He never faced any consequences for his own sin. Instead, Jesus willingly chose to face the consequences of our sin, to stand in our place. And when we go to the cross, and as Jesus is dying, what are the words that are thrown his way? They're very similar to the ones David experienced. God's not going to rescue you. God won't deliver you. And as Jesus dies, it seems as though God isn't delivering him. And yet still Jesus had the confidence to face death. And he cries out to his father with his final breath. 
Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. In Jesus, none of us, amazingly, have to face what Jesus went through. We don't have to face death and the judgment that should be ours because of our sin. Because Jesus has already faced it for us. Instead, we get to experience the deliverance Jesus experienced and that we don't deserve. We can have confidence to face life because we know God is our deliverer. We have a God who delivers. And so the question I think Psalm 3 asks of us is then, what does that confidence look like? What does it look like? Well, have a look at what the two things David does before he says in verse 6 that he will not fear, even though 10,000s are around him. What are the two things he does? The first one is in verse 4. He calls out to God. And then in verse 5, he goes to bed. That's what confidence to face life, knowing God delivers you, looks like. Call out to God and go to bed. Call out to God in your troubles. Take a leaf out of David's book and be real. See, I think David is far more honest about the troubles he's going through than any of us dare to be. And then David puts himself in that place of utter helplessness. It's something that I think I know, and I suspect more than just me, find hard to do. David is far more honest about what he hopes God will do. Probably more honest than we're comfortable with. Because look at what he says in verse 7, what he prays. He says, Arise, Lord, deliver me, my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. That's a prayer that God will deal with those behind David's troubles and that God will bring justice. In David's hurt and his fear, he prays out what he wants to see happen to those who are against him. But notice, he prays it out. He doesn't live it out. Broken teeth means the trouble's dealt with, doesn't it? There's nothing left to bite. Those who mock David without any teeth, well, their accusations will sound powerless. Even if your troubles don't go away after you've called on God, keep calling because there is a day when Jesus returns, when every trouble will be done away with and dealt with, and there will no longer be anything that bites us. We have confidence to face life because we have a God who delivers. Call out to him. Call out to him and go to bed. After David goes out, calls out to God, he goes to bed, doesn't he? If I was in David's situation, don't know about you, but I would be staying up all night to put as much distance between uh, Absalom and me. Or I would be staying up uh, all night just to watch and keep watch. But David doesn't do either of those things, does he? He goes to bed. Is he like calling out to God? Going to bed and seeking sleep expresses our deep trust in a God who delivers. See, going to bed says... I can't fix this. Going to bed means all we can do is some temporary repairs. We can't deliver ourselves out of our troubles. Go to bed. It's a reminder to us, especially in those times of trouble, that it's worth spending that time winding down. 
avoiding caffeine, not having that nightcap, switching off the screen, getting to sleep. It's not a promise that you will sleep solidly. It's not a promise that you will definitely wake up in the morning. But even death because of Jesus is like falling asleep. It's a language the New Testament uses of it again and again. And to wake up is to experience resurrection, is to have the ultimate lifting up of our heads. Resurrection life, trouble-free with God. As I've thought about this this week, I've wondered whether uh, this psalm, maybe for you this week, if it's helpful, should become your toothbrush prayer. When you brush your teeth in the morning, call out to God. Call out with everything that's before you. Remind yourself that God is your shield, your glory, the lifter of your head. And then the evening when you brush your teeth just before you go to bed, call out to God again. Offer up all those things that you're turning over in your mind. Praising God that whatever happens in the night, he will sustain you. You and I can have confidence to face all that life throws at us because we have a God who delivers. Call out to him and go to bed. Let me pray. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. Heavenly Father, would you continue to grow Confidence to face all that life throws at us. Because we know in Jesus, you are a God who delivers us. Who brings us through troubles. Who makes a, a real difference in our lives. Whose spirit is at work in each one of us. And as we journey through life, would you help us to be those who call out to you. Those who go to bed, expressing our deep trust in your mighty hand at work for our good. Amen.